This is an ABC podcast. G'day, Dr Carl here. This time I've got the second half of the doppelganger story. But unlike your supposedly identical twin, this part of the story won't double up. So how do you measure identical? Well, this is what Dr Tegan Lucas, then at the University of Adelaide, tried to do. Dr Lucas used standardised photographs of nearly 4,000 US military personnel, men and women aged 17 to 51. These photos were a small part of an army survey trying to measure people's dimensions. Armed with these photos, Dr Lucas trained a team of 22 people over some four weeks in how to make eight specific measurements of a human face. These measurements included the distance all the way around the jaw from one ear to the other, the distance between the cheekbones, the distance between the pupils, the height of each ear, how far each ear protruded sideways, the left-right width of the skull, the front-back length of the skull, and the circumference of the skull. As you would expect, the more measurements that she used, the more uniquely the team could identify an individual. When the team used four of the eight measurements to identify the faces in the photographs, there were just 10 duplicates in her sample of 4,000 faces. But increasing the number of measurements to five reduced the number of people with the exact same measurements to zero. Dr Lucas estimated that if she used all eight measurements, there would be a duplicate or doppelganger only once every trillion faces. That's a lot of faces. Roughly 100 times greater than the human population. But remember, these nearly 4,000 photographs were taken with compliant military subjects under very rigorously controlled lighting situations, facial poses, orientation of the head, and so on. When a surveillance camera catches an image on the street or inside a hardware store, the situation is much less controlled. For example, somebody could be chatting very animatedly or staring coldly. And this real-life setting brings us to a recent Spanish study. They start off by selecting 32 lookalikes from the Canadian website I'm Not A Lookalike. Then they used three commercially available facial recognition programs. These programs were each quite different. The first was designed for classifying faces, the second for surveillance, while the third was optimised for general facial analysis. Quite separately, each of these three different programs had been trained with millions of images from many thousands of people in quite a range of circumstances and lighting. And just to finish off, each of these programs used 20 or more measurements of the human face to try to make a match, not just eight. When the three facial recognition apps analysed the 32 pairs of lookalikes, they agreed the people in each of some 16 pairs were identical. 
at least identical for the programs. 13 pairs were European, with the remaining three being Hispanic, East Asian and South Central Asian. Curiously, slightly more than half, that is nine of the 16 pairs, had very similar DNA in the technical sense that they shared a lot of single nucleotide polymorphisms, or SNPs. But that left seven pairs, almost half, that did not have these genetic similarities. Now, of course, 16 pairs is not a very large sample size, so we can't place too much reliability on this initial study. Personally, when I looked very carefully at each of these doppelgangers, I could see quite distinct differences in the curvature of the lips, the shape of the eyebrows, how far the mouth opened left to right in a smile, and so on. So while it was difficult, it was not impossible to tell the couples apart. The really weird thing was that as well as looking alike, the couples were remarkably similar in their heights, weights, lifestyles and behaviours, even down to their sports interests, their smoking habits and their levels of education. This result suggests that at least some of your inherent DNA, your nature, can affect not just your appearance, but your life choices. And of course, we know that nurture, or how you are brought up, also has a significant effect. Future research could even help predict the likelihood of certain diseases, just by looking at a face. If the eyes are the windows to the soul, maybe the face is the window to your DNA? Anyhow, next time you see your doppelganger, strike up a chat. You may have more in common than just your looks. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.